Welcome to the Swim Swam Podcast. I'm your host, Coleman Hodges. We are in the thick of it, the 2020 Olympic Games from Tokyo, Japan. We're bringing you the best coverage, the best Olympians to dissect each and every race of these 2021 Games. And today we have Olympic icon, 100 free legend, James Magnuson. Got me just in time for International 100 Freestyle Day. What a <laughs> celebration. We all love 100 Freestyle Day. It's it's the best day of the Olympics, in my opinion, in most people's opinions. <laughs> uh, J- and James, let's just let's start there. The 100 Free did not disappoint. It was such a great race. It was as expected. Dressel took it out fast. Chalmers came roaring home, and it was a one-two finish. What what do, what do you make of that heat? Yeah, I mean, the crazy thing about this race, right, was that. Kyle knew what Dressel's game plan would be. Dressel knew what Kyle's game plan would be. Everyone went in, eyes wide open. It panned out exactly as we all expected it to, and it came down to a touch less than one-tenth of a second in it. Um, From the Australian point of view, I'm really proud of Kyle and the swim that he did. I was a little bit nervous after his semi-final. Um, He didn't look the best. And Kolesnikov, the Russian, came from nowhere in that semi, and I was like, oh, no, this is like the bloody cast of a Rocky movie here. And uh, <laughs> and then Kyle pulled out his biggest swim uh, on the biggest stage and made it one of the, you know, the biggest spectacles in world swimming that it always is. Um, so I was really impressed with Kyle Dressel, uh, how he held on that last five metres, I'll never know. I was sure that Kyle was going to overtake him. Um, so super impressive swim from Dressel. And what I reckon we'll see from Dressel from here on in uh, to, for the rest of Olympics is domination. You could tell from the look on his face after that swim, that was the one he wanted. That was the big one for him. And, and now I reckon he's just going to dominate for the rest of the meet. I, I, I couldn't agree more. I, I, am, I am a little sad for Chalmers. It's like, especially because um, that's like, that's, that's his event, right? That I think that's yeah. his only individual. Um, that's right. And, and he swam such a great race for him. I mean, he was he was out aggressively and then just did what he did on that second fifty. I I think people forget or do, or maybe even don't realize how how good Dressel's fifth last fifteen meters are. He I mean he put he doesn't breathe. He puts his head down and he can really finish. Chalmers' last 50 is just otherworldly. <laughs> I mean, he's yeah. he's just a monster on that back end. But it's like, but Dressel actually has a really good last 15. It's just, it, it's just not as good com- com- when you compare it to Chalmers, who is just uh, second to none. Yeah. Interesting. A bit of the chatter that's going on here in Australia is, did it cost Kyle not being next to Dressel in, in that final. Um, you know, he was breathing away from Dressel on the way home. So he even said a bit in the race, he couldn't see much uh, that was happening in the middle of the pool. So he just had to swim his own race. Personally, I, I tend to think that's probably a bit of a, a benefit, if anything. Like he had to get out fast because he couldn't see where Dressel was. And I think that's where he was going wrong through the heat and semi. But a lot of talk here in Australia is that he cost himself by not getting a middle lane for that final, which is pretty interesting. That I that also makes me wonder about um, about riding Dressel's wave too, right? Did that mm. would, would that have played a part if he if 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 he had let Dressel take him out if he was in the middle lane? Um, I I like your analysis though of of he just had to swim his own race and and, and be aggressive up front, but that is that is an interesting point. Um, yeah, which I hadn't thought about. Well, you guys don't have to dissect the race too much because you won. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Um, but that, you know, that's I. That was that was our first win 
really over you guys the yeah, whole meet. No. I mean, let's let's talk about some other races. Australia yeah. has just been yeah. on fire, which is which has been really fun to see because uh, I think we I think Australia has had some moments where they come in with high expectations and don't necessarily perform up to their own expectations. Uh, yeah. And, and you guys have just come in firing on all cylinders, which is, which has been very exciting to see. Yeah. I mean, we'd spoken on the podcast um, before the Olympics about who to watch out for. And we spoke about Ariane and Kaylee McEwen and they've both just delivered in such clutch races. Ariane's 400 and 200 free. We're so excited. They've made headlines um, all over Australia. She's the talk of Australia at the moment. And then uh, Kaylee McEwen, um, you know, she's got such a, a sad but beautiful backstory um, with her father passing away nine months before the Olympic Games. And I was feeling so nervous before her race. Uh, again, like Chalmers, she had a little unsettled semifinal. But again, so clutch. And, and they're the races that probably over the past three or four Olympics, we've kind of just missed out on. America has beaten us in a lot of those. And this year that, you know, all, all those races are coming up trumps for Australia. We're getting the golds, which we haven't had for a while. It's been really exciting. And we're all in lockdown here in Australia again. I don't know if you know that. We're all in hard lockdown, can't leave our houses. So literally the whole nation is glued to their TVs and all we're hearing is Titmus and McEwen. I, I didn't know that. Um, I know America is, is uh, I don't, I don't know if we're going back into lockdown personally. Mm -hmm. I, I hope that, you know, I, I don't think it would be a bad thing for health wise, you know, safety wise, yeah. but, um, but it, it's certainly um, becoming a topic of discussion again. So didn't realize you guys were in lockdown. Uh, it, 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 it makes sense, but um, that's, it's, it's super cool that in that moment, you guys have these superstars ascending uh, to, to watch. I mean, I, Mel and I were talking about it last night. I, so far, Ariane is the swimmer of the games. I mean, she's yeah. just two so clutch races, as you said, swimming really controlled races and just coming home those last 50s, the last 100, and dominating. Uh, yeah, so interesting one that you guys might have known about. So, we were all just tallying up that four by 200 freestyle today as a gold. We'd, we'd already counted that on our medal tally. And uh, if Ariane had got the gold in that four by two, she would be, then be racing Ledecky in the 800 freestyle to become the most successful Australian Olympian in history in one Olympic Games. So the record for the most Olympic gold medals in one Games is three by Ian Thorpe. Um, Stephanie Rice also got that. Um, I think there might have been maybe one or two other athletes in the past. But if Ariane could have got four gold medals at this Olympics, it would have made her our most successful Olympian in history. How crazy is that? Um, unfortunately, we counted our chickens before they hatched. Um, our 4 by 200 relay got defeated today. But um, I can't wait to see Ariane and Ledecky go head-to-head -head again. Um, Ledecky, I feel like she bounced back in that relay, had a great split. And strangely, as Australians, we've just got this kind of feeling at the moment that Ariane is unbeatable. Um, so I can't wait to see how that 800 freestyle plays out. It, I, I couldn't be more excited for that. I, yeah, I do want to hit on the four by two because that, I'll, again, that one was, was, was heartbreaking to watch for, for you guys. Um, it, was, it was such an exciting race. Uh, I mean, with China and Australia going back and forth, we, th we, you know, we kind of thought like the, the whole race, it was kind of like, okay, us is like, we're, we're in it. We're not like totally out of it. And, and then Ledecky bringing us back and it's like, oh my God, I we're passing Australia. Can we pass China? <laughs> and it was, it was just such a great race yeah. uh, from start to finish. Um, but yeah, again, you guys were were like such the heavy favorites. I mean, that was kind of like yeah. the four hundred free relay, where it's like there's no way Australia can lose, and then we, you guys we didn't. We should have been even further ahead than the four hundred uh, relay. So some stats for you. Yeah. So we had Molly O'Callaghan swim the heats in the lead off one fifty five one one junior world record. Yeah. Uh, we had Lee and Neil who we anchored in that relay at the trials swim one fifty six oh eight. 
and they didn't swim her in the heat, put her straight into the final, not only straight into the final, they anchored her against Katie Ledecky. Like, oh, my God. Um, so if we just swap Molly and uh, Leah, we pick up a second there. Actually, by their splits, we'd probably pick up over a second um, with the relay changeover. If we swim our four fastest swimmers, which is Titmus, McKeon, Wilson and O'Callaghan, if they just swim to their times they did at trials, we'd go 738.62 with no relay changeovers. Two seconds faster than what China won the race with. Add in the changeovers, that probably picks you up another two seconds. Like we should have been three to four seconds in front of the whole field and we got bronze. <laughs> um, so that's a, a big story. I just wrote a piece for the, for the newspaper just a second ago saying, we picked the wrong team for the final. Um, I know we wanted to rest four swimmers, but when a swimmer leads off in 155.1, you can't ignore that. You have to put her in the final. Um, someone, unfortunately, has to miss out. Um, and we paid the price for not being willing to make that harsh call. The harsh but fair. I mean, I, I think that's, yeah. that's, that's correct. And, and, that was that was the narrative coming in it's like australia swaps out everyone which you know they they had the depth to on paper and again like you said i think if they swum to their times they would have won and and which they didn't but but also you have someone lead off in 155 one i think you have to make that call and and make a tough decision and leave someone off and probably as tough a decision it is as it is to leave someone off it's equally tough on Molly O'Callaghan to leave her out of the team after swimming a 155.1. She must have been standing in those, um, in those bleachers, standing in the grandstand, watching that, thinking, what do I have to do to be a part of this team? I just broke the junior world record, 155.1. I think she would have got sixth in the individual final of the 200 freestyle, and we don't pick her in our relay. Like, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. Was it was it was tough to watch from from the Aussie. I don't I don't have yeah. an Aussie perspective, but just thinking <laughs> about you guys, it's like, oh man, that's that's tough. Uh-huh. But yeah. uh, but you know, it's like that was that was the first moment you guys have looked touchable this meet, which is yeah. which is insane. Tell me question question for Team America in Australia, we were asking questions as to could America have medaled in the four by two men's if they swam Dressel? That is, that is the exact question we were asking. Yeah. <laughs> we were, we were quite upset about it. Uh, here yeah. at swim swam at least. Um, yeah. I mean, we think so. Right. We, we think we certainly could have, could have gotten silver. Uh, if, yeah. and, and that's not to, you know, we know Zach Apple split 147. He, he went out, he certainly went for it. He paid the price yeah. in that last 50, but, yeah. and, and we're yeah. not saying, Oh, if we, if we switched out Zach Apple for Dressel, not our argument, but we, we do yeah. think if Dressel would have been on the relay, he certainly could have added enough to, to put us in, in metal territory. Uh, yeah. And like charm is he gets the full day to recover before the final of the hundred free. It's, it's not like it's the next event or anything like that. Yeah, so we we're we're not happy with that coaching yeah. decision at all. <laughs> um, yeah, because yeah, because we really we really feel like he could have he could have added that X factor that, that puts us thought, that pushes yeah. us over the edge. Um, yeah, we have we we don't have pipe dreams of gold. We a great Britain <laughs> swam swam. Yeah, the that the British team was that British team was fast. Yeah, that was that was a. Australian-esque from the women's four by one, right? Yeah. I mean, that was yeah. like similar, just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Smash. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, so Australia is just having a great meet, which is great to see it. That um, back to Titmus again, my heart breaks a little bit knowing that she could have, she could have made Australian history and mm. and now she she's a little bit off that but still can um yeah so coming in we kind of thought the 400 would be where her and ledecky really clash and like the, yeah. kind of that middle ground but yeah. seeing as the meet plays out now i feel like it's the 800 that could really yeah. 
be that middle ground where where they really clashed. The 400 was a great race, no doubt about it. Um, but it seems like with where Ledecky is, who, who she she has endurance, you know, she's swimming a good meet. And with where Ariane is, is that she has speed and also has kind of that endurance. It seems like the 800 is going to be a, a, a really great race. Yeah, you tend to think if that 400 had kept going, that Ariane would have just extended that lead which is surprising. Um, in Australia, we were talking about if Ariane wanted to win gold, she needed to be out fast and unsettle Ledecky early, get her out of her rhythm. Ledecky powered out that first 200 and it was Ariane who finished the quicker of the two. Um, the thing that scares me about Ledecky was how well she swam in that relay. I feel like she's really bounced back. I feel like that 1500 freestyle really lifted a weight off her shoulders. She's got her individual gold now. Now, I think for her, this 800 free is just a straight head-to-head race. And when it comes to head-to-head races, Ledecky's probably lost two in her whole life, and they're both to Ariane Timmers. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think Ariane will be full of confidence. I mean, you guys have probably seen some coverage now of what her coach is like. He will be psyching her up. He'll have her close to hysteria by the time she gets out on those blocks. Um, so, yeah, it's it's going to be a spectacle. Uh, Dean Boxel has been the real all-star of this Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What a, what a character, man. Have, have you, do you know Dean personally? Have you had interactions with him before? Yeah, yeah, I know Dean well. So Dean, actually, so his backstory is, he was Michael Bowles' assistant coach uh, at St. Peter's Western, which is where Stephanie Rice swam um, and a bunch of other really successful swimmers. So he was the assistant coach uh, and coached some of the younger age group kids. So Ariane moved from Tasmania, little island at the bottom of Australia, up to Queensland to go to school where Dean Boxall and Michael Bowles were coaching. Because she was such a young swimmer, she swam with Dean Boxall. And then by the time she was old enough to get into the, the open squad, Michael Bowl had left uh, St. Peter's Western. So it was just Dean Boxall there with Ariane. So he's been with her since she was just a little kid, brought her all the way through. It's his first big name swimmer. Um, and he's been able to, to accomplish what he has. It's, it's pretty special. And as you can see, it's pretty emotional for him. Um, but he's not just like that with Ariane. So uh, he also has Elijah Winnington, Mitch Larkin, uh, Abby Harkin, a bunch of other swimmers off the team. And when they qualified for the Olympic team um, at our trials, he reacted the same way. He's just so passionate about his swimmers and, um, you know, gets so excited when they achieve their goals. I, I mean, that's that's really cool to see. It was It was really cool to see a lot of our commenters uh, really excited about that being like this is yeah. what, this is what swimming needs like we need passionate guys like this who, who are just yeah. over the moon when they're surely have swims like um, this. surely there's a bunch of colleges lining up in america to offer him a job after this olympics like how good <laughs> would he be in the ncaa system <laughs> i love that prospect yeah. i i mean i wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to pull him away from Australia just because he's <laughs> doing so great. But the, I, I do love that idea of getting him. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's his exact environment. I mean, in Australia, he's great, but we don't get a lot of uh, domestic racing here. I think in an NCAA environment where he's got a whole squad that he can go nuts about, I reckon he'd thrive. I, I don't think you're wrong. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I think that would be great. We... Man, that's that's gonna be the talk of the comments now. We gotta get that. Going. <laughs> yeah, which put in the comment section which college you're from and why you want Dean Boxall, and I'll forward <laughs> those messages onto him. <laughs> we're we're gonna we're gonna drop that below for a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and so I, one quick note was that uh, while he did while he while Ariane Titmus did come up with him from the age group rankings. I think it speaks to what he had done with Titmus that Elijah Winnington just recently made the move to go train with him in the past year, 18 months, right? Yeah, yeah. About the last 12 months he moved over. Yeah. And so, I mean, so it, it seems like he's really developed as not only a coach, but a high performance coach as well to have a, a top athlete in Elijah uh, make the move to, to kind of switch things up. And, and trust that he can get the job done with Dean, which 
he did. He made the Olympic team in, in 200 free and 400 free individually. Yeah, it'd be an interesting, uh, an interesting camp at the moment, the Boxall squad, because obviously Ariane had the meet that we all dreamed of. Elijah had a really good trials. And I think a lot of people here in Australia expected him to go on with that in the 400 freestyle. And if you look at the way the race played out, it was wide open for the winning. Um, you know, that was, that was a race that I think Jack and Elijah could have potentially won um, given different circumstances. But, yeah, so that's the challenge for an Olympic coach, right? You've got to ride the highs and lows with your, with your athletes within the squad and make sure that you try and keep an even keel so they don't feel your emotions too much. But for Dean Boxall, <laughs> sure spills over sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> That, that that is that is for sure as as we've seen um but uh yeah i mean it certainly hasn't gone perfect for his squad but if for i it just seems like for team australia things have have gone pretty well so far um yeah i think the, the big example of that for us was today so we had zach stubbledy cook win a gold medal in the 200 breaststroke and because we've had such great performances early in the meet and because our women's team have been uh, the stars. Barely anyone's even talking about Zach Stubbledy Cook. Uh, everyone's like, "Oh, who's that guy? Oh, he won a gold. Like what?" <laughs> Which is crazy. Which I agreed, and he did it in the third, in the, in the number three time ever. <laughs> he, yeah. He, which which he has the number two time ever. Look, <laughs> so the crazy was- thing about Zach is the guy must hate dives. He starts so slow. <laughs> Like he drops off the block into the water. He may as well start the, the race pushing off the wall. He gave up a body length and a half down the first 50 meters. And uh, I was commentating on radio and we were kind of watching it going, oh, maybe this is a bit too much to ask. But again, like Ariane, so calm, so collected and just stuck to his race plan. It was crazy to see. I mean, especially with uh, you have the rabbit going out in Arna Kaminga you know, yeah. <laughs> turning it, turning it double O and, uh, and Zach able to split 32, I think it was two, three, two, four, two, two, something like, like 32 lows. The last three fifties coming home it was just amazing consistency. Like you said, yeah. amazing control. Uh, he, st- he stuck to his guns and, and it paid off for him big time. Yeah. And I was really surprised by Shukov actually, I, I don't know the full story there, but I kept looking out to lane one thinking Chukov's going to come, he's going to come, he's going to come, but he just didn't have that same back end that we became used to at the world championships in 19. Um, agreed. He, he looked, <laughs> my brother and I were joking, like he looked so, re- he, he like relaxed too much in semis, you know, maybe that, that's, yeah. that's just how it looked. You know, he, he always looks so long until the last 50 and then uh, yeah. in in finals, it, it was kind of the same thing. Like he, it looked like he was just like too, uh, too long that first one fifty, And then obviously he did bring it home and, and he got fourth. He was just off the medals, but um, it also seems like he, you know, he, uh, he said to Russian media, he's, he's pretty much done now. He was going to retire after the 2020 games. And then they obviously got pushed back a year. And so it seemed like he, he was kind of, he might have been out the door already. Yeah, he was checked out mentally. That's interesting. Um, which, again, I don't know the full story. I don't. I don't know everything that's going on with him. But um, yeah, it, it that was a bit of a surprise. But uh, it, I I kind of thought we might see another two oh six. But then again, um, through prelims and semis, it was it was a little slower than expected. So it's like, Oh, okay, yeah, well, maybe, maybe people are off their game, but not Zach Sully cook. Yeah. It's been interesting. Some events have been super fast and a lot more depth than we've seen before. Yeah. And then some events have been, you know, quite slow. Like the 400 IM was like slower than I ever expected. <laughs> I was like, we're in Australia going, Oh my God, Brandon Smith was happy to make the team. He's ranked first. What's going on? Um, and then I'm sure with Kalish, like he would have been as surprised as we were to for him to win in four and nine. Like that's uh, surprising to me. Yeah, I mean, if 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 someone had said, yeah, four and nine wins, 
and there's only one 409 in the finals. It's like, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> like, yeah. You must not know swimming. <laughs> that doesn't even win U.S. trials normally. It doesn't go close. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. It's. Um, I was talking to, uh, with with someone else about this yesterday. It's like from event to event. So, yeah. It's like you said, some are really fast, some are really slow, but it's like it's not. It, it's not like, oh, well, the shorter events have gotten faster and the, the, the longer events have gotten slower. It's just completely random. Like women's uh, 400 yeah. free, not just Titmus and Ledecky, like everyone was fast. Like, you know, third was yeah. 401, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like, so some of the events are, are, are really fast, <laughs> even yeah. the longer ones in the 200s and stuff. And then some yeah. just don't have it. The interesting one probably tomorrow for the women's 100 freestyle. So Emma McKeon goes in as very short price favorite here in Australia, certainly, and broke the, world, uh, the Olympic record in the heats. But the rest of the field, look, again, looks a little sluggish. Um, I thought we might have, not this year, but heading into 2020, I thought we're going to have multiple swimmers looking to break that 52 barrier, um, you know, really progressing that women's 100 freestyle. And it's taken a big step backwards um, in the last year. Like, it looks like Emma and then Daylight. I mean, maybe Kate might challenge. I don't know how Penny is going to go, but um, certainly not the depth that I expect to see in a women's 100 freestyle field. I think we're coming from two different perspectives. You're coming from Australia where you guys had four women go 52 at your trials. <laughs> yeah, we're spoiled. <laughs> and... Uh, we're we're we were stoked to see abby weitzel break 53 seconds for the first time <laughs> in the career yesterday so it's like, uh, to, to us that that final is pretty fast <laughs> yeah okay what about uh, um what about 50 freestyle do you see anybody challenging dressel now or untouchable after the 100 yeah i, th- I think we we had talked about it uh d- the hundred free was the race for him. Like yeah. he was, he, if he was going to get challenged, it was going to be in that race. The hundred fly, like on paper, Christoph Milak has been 50.1, but it's like, yeah, after, and, and it could still be a very good race, but like after that, you have to think that Dressel, like you said, is just going to dominate. And uh, yeah. I think the, I think we, I think we said the 50 is like his best, his best shot it a goal yeah, like okay. it, yeah. we we think that uh that no one's really going to touch him especially you know he can close a race but like his yeah. his first 15 he's a he's a body length ahead it's just it's yeah. not fair yeah it's untouchable I, I can't believe and no one's made any ground since 2019 since the world no one's made any ground on that 15 meter start not that, even close yeah, no one, no one, no one worked on that one while they were yeah. locked down. Yeah, uh, or if they did, it's yeah, it's it hasn't shown yet. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, it's like it's it's uh, he looks untouchable. The, I I was gonna say like, well, other than the eight hundred, like, what's what's up? Like, what has Australia got on the docket? But it's like yeah, two hundred back. They've got women's hundred free. Yeah, so the events we're banking on. So we're trying to work off one gold per day here in Australia in the pool. Uh, today it was meant to be the 4 by 200 but we got Zach Stavody-Cook, so we're still happy. Yeah. Still got a gold <laughs> a day. Uh, the next one will be Emma McKeon, 100 freestyle. Uh, then we've got Kaylee McEwen, 200 backstroke. I actually think Kaylee McEwen's best event is 200 backstroke. I think she's better there than the 100. Uh, I think she can settle into a race plan. And now that she's won the 100, I think she'll blitz that. Uh, actually, having watched the women's 200 IM, I think if Kaylee McEwen did that, she could have won it. Um, I think that was a very winnable race. She, she probably doesn't mind now because she got the gold in the, the 100 back. But I, I think um, in hindsight, it's another Olympic gold. It wasn't that strong of a field. I think she could have won that. And then the other one that we're looking forward to, uh mixed four by one um i am and four by one i am women's um i think we can pick up medals in both of those the women's four by one i think we can get gold if we can get a breaststroker up and up and going um but 
with the with Lily King not being as dominant as we expected, not winning. Um, obviously, you had the other breaststroker win, but I think we're now a little bit closer to you guys in that event. That's probably flip a coin. Uh, it's going to be super exciting to round out the meet. I was I was thinking about that the other day. Uh, yeah, like you said, especially with Lily King not being as dominant, that really makes that relay re- super close. And especially with our yeah. back half of of Tori Husk, who's who's who performed exceedingly well in, a, in the final for being an eighteen year old, and this being her first international meet or big big, yeah. big international meet. And then Abby Weitzel, who again, she's having a great meet, but she just she went fifty two ninety nine for the first time in her career yesterday, compared yeah. to your back half of McKeon, who uh, who medaled in the you know I, I would say McKeon and Husk can be fairly equal. McKeon obviously a lot more international experience, but but then you yeah. know Kate Campbell, who has already split fifty one at this meet yeah. on on an anchor. Uh, yeah it's it's gonna be a heck of a race yeah 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 i reckon you guys need a body length you need a body length lead going into the freestyle i I would agree yeah Yeah. and uh but yeah we'll see we'll see if we get it Um, yeah i because it it could be really interesting to have reagan lydia and tori as our first the you know three teenagers yeah as as our first three legs um how do you which, think uh how has reagan's results been received over there should be happy with that 100 backstroke um i think so i think after trials the a lot of the expectations were were lifted off of reagan's shoulders be, yeah. just because she was not as dominant it, it after trials it was like okay, Reagan made the team. That's, that's a win. I think she, after those 2019 worlds, she had two years to sit with all of that expectation and all that yeah. pressure. And I think that weighed on her a lot. Um, yeah. And so after trials, especially with her not making it in the tuner backstroke, it was just kind of like, okay, I get to go to my first Olympics. I get to have this experience. Just kind of put it under the belt. You know, it's like, I, I think she was she was happy with that hundred back medal. Um, obviously yeah. not her best, but I think over here we're just like okay if she medals, that's that's good, you know. And like yeah. and getting and then getting silver in the two hundred fly to boot, it's like okay, that's like that's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that was unexpected. Yeah, I mean yeah. especially. Um, it, it, like from the American standpoint, it's like her and Haley kind of flipped races in the final because usually Reagan would go out and then Haley would come back on her the last 50 and, and Haley, yeah. Haley was out at the 150 and then Reagan came back the last. Yeah, week. yeah, yeah. A lot of those races didn't pan out the way we expected. Finally in Australia, so this is the first Olympics we've ever done our trials, the same as the US, mm-hmm. just before the Olympics. And I don't think it's a coincidence that all the swimmers that we picked are in form and are competing the same way they did six weeks ago. It just, the more I think about it now, the more it blows my mind that we have gone through decade after decade of swimming our Olympic trials in March and then getting to August and going, oh, that swimmer's out of form. What happened? I just, I can't believe it's taken us this long to copy you guys. Um, I'm so relieved that we have, but I think that's a big reason why Team Australia is swimming so much better at this Olympics. And I'm I'm glad you brought that up because I think that's that's a that's a big it's a big deal, right? I don't I don't I don't think it's that you guys just crumble under pressure or can only compete in your home country, like uh, which which has been narratives thrown out before. It's like I don't I don't think yeah. that's it. I think you guys would have five you know four four or five months <laughs> without any competitions yeah. Yeah, between yeah, your crazy. trials and your meet and that's like a really long time yeah yeah and it, it always used to be the case i mean whenever i'd race internationally i'd get up for that first relay it was always the men's four by one would be my first event mm-hmm. and i'd be standing on the box going i wonder how this is going to go because i haven't raced in four months i don't know where i'm at I don't know, like, I, I think I've trained well and I've prepared the best I can, but I don't know where my race fitness is at. I haven't swum at full speed because I haven't suited up in four months. And 
the more I think back to it now, the more I think, wow, that was crazy. What on earth were we thinking in Australia doing that? While we're sitting there watching the US win all these golds, going, ah, no, our way is better. We're going to keep doing what we're doing. <laughs> it's, uh, I, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm glad you guys have, have found that or, or hopefully will continue to find what works. And I'm, it's, I'm just glad to see that, that, uh, that Australia is performing the way they are. And, and yeah. it seems like they're swimming up to their potential. Cause, cause I think it's a bummer when you get to the, this biggest stage and then, and then you, you're kind of left with a lot of like, well, what ifs? Um, yeah. Because now we're, we're really seeing this true competition play out. You know, we're seeing this Titmus versus Ledecky be really yeah. good races and Chalmers versus Dressel really yeah. good races um yeah and it's and i think it's great for our sport it's really exciting yeah. i think that look I, th I think the biggest rivalry in swimming has always been team usa versus team australia and i think you know seeing this olympics i think we've really missed that i think swimming's really missed that for a few years because not many other countries produce the the titans of the sport that, that Australia and America do. And to see both countries producing multiple big names that are in their peak form at the same time for an Olympic Games, it has made this so much more of a spectacle. Um, like I think back to Rio and, yeah, it was exciting having Michael Phelps there. Um, but where there is many big memorable races as we've had this Olympics, probably not. Um, you know, there was more favourites winning in, in Rio and, you know, the races were sometimes assumed um, long before they were swam, who would win? This Olympics, it's been like, well, this person's come from nowhere. This person's come from nowhere. Chad LeClose out in lane one flying. Greg Pulse is out in lane eight. But, you know, there's all these crazy swims. It's been so exciting as a meet. Uh, couldn't agree more. And I, and again, I think that's what, what gets people in seats watching our sport. I think that's what gets kids excited about swimming is that like, is, is, is the prospect of like, well, any, anyone can do it. We don't, we don't yeah. know what's going to happen yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Does the Tunisian guy that won the 400 freestyle, does he train um, in America? Not to my knowledge. Uh, yeah, okay. I, I'm pretty sure not. He, I, he's only 18. <laughs> that was so um, random. So that random. Was, that, <laughs> that might have been the the surprise of the meet. Yeah. yeah, I mean to have to have this kid who barely makes it into finals drop an, another huge personal best and and win the Olympic gold medal. Yeah, that was wild. Yeah, that was that was a great race. Would not have would not have bet on that one. Uh, no, uh, I've been doing a lot of betting this week. <laughs> and uh it's not going well it's not going well <laughs> i needed roman chuck to win the 800 today and he was looking mm. good but uh man that was that was again one of the great races of the week and i didn't expect it to be that tight and for the lead to change that many times that was super exciting america must be pumped with that race i i was pumped i, I don't know how america's feeling but like that yeah. was that was i and again not just uh, obviously it's like, Oh yeah, go team USA. But just from a swimming fan perspective, like you, some dude comes home in 26, three and passes three other guys on the yeah. last 50. Like what? Yeah. That was insane. He wasn't even in it. He was not even like, we were like, can, I don't, I don't he's not going to meddle. Like he's, yeah. he's out of it, you know? And I thought, and I also props to Greg for holding yeah, on. Wow to 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 against those other guys it's like i totally thought ramon shook was gonna come home and, and yeah. pass greg and it's like he held on from start yeah. to finish it was um, impressive we've seen a, a little bit of that race. from the the older swimmers who are probably on their way out so we had chad the out of lane eight in his semi going nuts in the 200 butterfly greg peltrinari um we saw Laszlo Shea in an outside lane in the heats of the 200 IM. All these names that were like front and center in Rio and London, the mm -hmm. guys were probably on the way out now. Even Sarah Stostrom, uh, Frederica Pellegrini from lane eight got through to the final of the 200 freestyle. It's been really cool to see that 
while we've got these young swimmers coming through, those older names that we've become so used to are still hanging in there, you know, <laughs> just slipping into finals, just just annoying those youngsters a little. Yeah, they're making noise. Diaceto as well, who was expected to have, you know, this great games, his was yeah. w- was a bummer in the 400 IM, missed the 200 fly final, but then in the semifinal from lane eight, he's like, yeah. no, I'm not done yet. Not yeah. Done. And, yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if he won. No. I, yeah. I, which is that, that's a race that's wide open. And, yeah. and uh, was a surprise that Mitch Larkin missed out on that final. Yeah. Yeah. Because he gave up the 200 backstroke, which I think is his best event to focus on the 200 IM opposite to Kaylee McEwen um yeah really surprised with that one uh, you know and again wasn't fast to get in that final like no one's setting the world on fire Michael Andrews looks like he's cruising out in front um I expected it to be faster I did I did too and we were Mel and I were like was was that you know was that a slow heat or was that a slow f- top eight? And then we looked back at Rio and it took a full second faster in Tokyo to make the final than it did in Rio. And we're like, oh, okay, maybe maybe we've been spoiled, you know, with, with some of these top dogs going really fast. Yeah. But again, looking at their seed times, it's like n- no one went a best time, right? <laughs> like yeah. every everyone yeah. gained time from their personal best. So it's like, you can tell the event's getting faster and uh and it's like yeah again it took a full second faster to make that final than it did five years ago in rio but still it's yeah. like it didn't there there was no electricity it did yeah i'm not sure if it's the post michael phelps era or it's that we're now in the caleb dressel era so our attention has mm. moved elsewhere yeah. um but the, yeah i'm not getting that excited about these im events at, at this olympics men's or women's to be honest they, they haven't been sort of causing a lot of headlines certainly here in australia yeah and i think i think you know phelps and lochte spoiled us with the men katinka spoiled us with the women and mm. you know setting those the world record marks just at the moon and then uh, yeah, yeah. you know yeah it's like we've seen Katinka in the finals but you know off the metal podium and and the times yeah. are just not yeah they're not there yet yeah and just before we we wrap up the funny story so that i wrote a big big article um i remember i spoke to you on our last podcast about lily king's comments about how america was going to sweep the pool yeah and uh my editor contacted me and he said mate you've got it right this is this is big America thinks they're going to sweep us in the pool. And I was like, well, it's not the country as a whole. I think it's just one swimmer. And he's like, we got to go with this. So I was like, all right, here we go. <laughs> and Lily King's quote was the headline. I believe we can win and every individual goal. Um, and that, uh, I think the Australians, honestly, I think we've really used that. Um, I think that was a really well-timed comment for us. Um, and the kick in the pants we needed heading into the Olympic Games that, wow, America has dominated us for so long and they really do think they're superior. Look at what Lily King has come out and said. Um, And so I think, yeah, whilst Lily at the time probably didn't think much of it, it was probably like a throwaway line. Oh, yeah, I think we can win, you know, all the individual golds. I think that had a much bigger effect here in Australia than she would have ever imagined. And I, I, from my perspective, that's, that's kind of the mentality that team USA has regardless of what their competition is doing. It's like, it's yeah. not that, Oh, we think our competition is so inferior. It's that, well, we believe we have a chance to win any event regardless of yeah. what it is or, or yeah. what's going on we're, because yeah. we're team USA. And, and like, that's, yeah. that's, that's the mindset we have. But yeah, it's cool. yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's cool to hear but but you know she said what she said and uh yeah and it's cool to hear that 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 caused such a ripple and that again we're getting some great races out of it yeah what was what's been the reaction to her results um i mean she's still got the 200 breaststroke she looked she looked okay i mean i thought she looked a little short maybe but she's definitely in there with the chance at gold what's been the reaction to her results given she is so out there and really you know where's her heart in a sleeve which i love which which we need more of um i'd love it if every swimmer did that but 
Um, it obviously leaves you a little bit more open to to criticism um, upon results. Um, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think sometimes Lily gets Lily gets criticized regardless of results, just because she she is so open about what she's thinking at the time. But I think the over overall, like we we love Lily. I love Lily, and I love as you said how she just she puts it out there and uh yeah. for so and then for the last five years she was she backed it up and yeah to to see her be as gracious as she was in getting that bronze medal especially with with the, a younger teammate coming up um and 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 beating her it's like the 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 talk the talk has been all about lydia Ever, it, yeah, okay. seemingly everyone just kind of forgot about Lily. <laughs> in, yeah, in, probably in that one second. It probably, it probably helps when your own teammate beats you. It was like for us, we had Cam McAvoy in 2016 going in as the red hot favorite mm-hmm. to the 100 freestyle. And no one ever really ever spoke about the fact that he was ranked first going in and came eighth because we had Kyle Chalmers that just swooped in and won Olympic gold. And we're like, oh, our attention was here. Now it's here. Oh, hey, Kyle. Like, uh well like goldfish we get distracted very easily <laughs> exactly yeah i think we're the same way you know i yeah. i think it's just like oh wow lydia jacoby <laughs> uh, and that so, girl always uh, has been <laughs> yeah yeah exactly um so you know i i think uh i think lily's great and i agree i think we need more athletes like that who who yeah. are willing to just kind of put it out there and i think we need better fans who are just more appreciative of of people giving us uh you know fun things to get behind um do we have do we have a running medal tally between the u.s and australia at least for gold oh yeah where are we at must be Um, close it is close uh let me i it's on our instagram so let me just pull it up really quick i believe the u.s is ahead by one gold i think we have six and australia has five and that is correct. Yeah. Wow. So, um, yeah. So we're we're only ahead by one gold, which is a very. And what are you guys? Position. What are you guys banking on? You're banking on Dressel, mm-hmm. two more gold. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, with Decky, with 800, are you banking on it? We're certainly banking on that. I think um, yeah. every American had had Ledecky winning the eight and the 15 for sure. And then, you know, a lot of people were bullish on her in the four and maybe even probably, I mean, I'm sure some people were bullish on her in the two, but, um, but yeah, I think everyone was like, a lot of our commenters were like, Titmus has the four and the two, the decky has the eight and the 15. Um, so certainly banking on those three, um, our med, you know, our medley relays are our bread and butter, we're yeah we're we're high on those even though the rest of the world has has caught up for sure i you know i'm not i certainly i think we can win both but it's going to be a good race in both which is really exciting um and we think you know we think any race simone manual is ever in she has a chance yeah 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 so i reckon (laughs) based off that it could be Australia or America both finishing around what 12 golds. So it could come down to those last medley relays for who tops the who tops the medal tally for golds, which is insane for us. We're like this is the first time we've been close to you guys. I think since maybe Athens. We had a really good Athens. Uh, we were pretty good in Beijing, but certainly Athens, I think, was one of our best meets. But since then it's been like America and a gap. So to have another country up close to it, it makes it so exciting, particularly coming into these last few days. But there's a couple of events that could go either way. 800 free, four by one, I am. Yeah. Oh, man, I can't wait to see how it pans out. <laughs> I, I agree. It's going to be a really exciting last few days, especially for that gold medal count. I keep, every day I keep being surprised and looking at the medal table and being like, how are we not <laughs> like how are they still so close and again yeah um it's great it's exciting it's it's uh it's a good competition and it keeps everyone on their toes <laughs> yeah and it, I, I i'd love to see off the back of this we haven't done them in a while 
but maybe some like jewel in the pool meets Australia and America going head to head. We've we've done them in the past. They were really cool, but probably they haven't been they haven't really been a priority recently because it hasn't been close. But now things are close again. I think uh, you know if we came over and did a couple of those meets at maybe some of the big college pools in America, that would really light things up. I couldn't I couldn't agree more. I don't I you know I don't I don't know if the powers that be will will facilitate that especially with ISL now which is which is yeah. a great racing opportunity and and kind of puts all those best people uh head to head but I I agree I was I was thinking about that at the top of our conversation that like man it's it's a real shame that duel in the pool is not a thing yeah. anymore because that was that was epic yeah yeah I've got an idea. How about I put together a team and get them over there. We come to Austin and go head to head with Team America at the same time as Austin City Limits is on. <laughs> <laughs> James, that's that's like too good of an idea. <laughs> that's too good. Oh my god, that would that would be legendary. Yeah, I know. This, this is what I think about at night. This is what I think about. <laughs> this is what keeps me up. Well, J- James, it's it's always a pleasure talking to you. I think we I think we dissected the entire Olympic meet. This has been yeah. this has been great. If if you don't like this, then you're not a true swim nerd. I don't, <laughs> I, then I don't know what else to give you. Um, any any parting thoughts before we sign off today? Oh. Kaylee McEwen for gold, 200 backstroke, and the race I'm looking forward to, Titmus versus Ledecky. And I can't wait to come on and dissect it with you afterwards when we find out who wins the most golds because it is tight. (laughs) You know that we're bringing you back for that conversation. Uh, But until then, have fun on the radio, have fun commentating, and uh, go Team USA. You've been listening to the Swim Swam podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swam podcast on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.